0: Recorded live. Hi, this is Tara.
1: This is Tara. Who is this?
2: Hi, this is Beatrice.
1: Hi, Beatrice. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. You're the first one on the call. How's everything going for your certification?
2: Um, everything is good. I um in the process of attending just uh, one a small business um, workshop.
1: Oh. oh, good. On what? What is the um topic?
2: Um, it's just like a introduction to um, opening small businesses and just like an overview on, on everything, great. on licensing, on um, um, what else? Um, on any other um, insurance, where to start, where to go, how to register and all that. Great,
1: great. And is that the last thing you have to do um, as far as checking stuff off the list? Yes.
2: Yeah. Wonderful. We do.
1: That's yeah. awesome. So tell me, do you have this call today is really for you guys to ask your questions about just getting everything together for um, the end. So do you have any
2: questions? Um, I do, just a second. Um, I think somebody else joined, but let me... Caitlin's on the line. And Teresa's here. Hi.
1: Hi. Thanks for for coming up and showing up for the call today. I wanted to have one last call with all of you before we set up our time to meet one-on-one on on the call um, to go over all of your certification um, packets. And really, this call is about just going through any questions that are surfacing with the last couple of weeks you have here. Teresa, do you have any questions about what's going on for you? Um, I think my biggest thing that I'm focusing on right now is writing up my business plan. Um,
0: I kind of feel like I don't know what direction I should... um kind of go in because I'm an independent contractor right now. Um, So I didn't know if I should go more on, like, personal goals or, like, a business goal.
1: Well, when you say you're a subcontractor, most doulas are. So tell me more about why that feels awkward to be writing out your business plan.
0: Because I feel like, like for me, um, I don't do any marketing. I just get the leads, and I, you know, I be their doula. So, like, there's no marketing plan that I do. There's no like target market. I'm just getting that handed to me right now. So that's Mm -hmm. why I don't know how to make that into a business plan.
1: Okay. So one of the things you could think about is do you want to remain in the agency long-term or short-term? And if it's Uh long-term, then what goals are you going to set for yourself in order to um, continue to do so? Because if you don't perform in a way that's up to their standards, right, and that allows for you to grow as a professional, then obviously you can't keep a job. So I would think of it in that way. Like, what kind of goals do you have and maybe not running the own your own business as um having a private practice but in uh-huh. um, still kind of you know um unfolding as a doula whether okay. it's do you want to start with birth and then also move into postpartum or the opposite? Do you want to eventually do overnights or not? Um do you want advanced training and like hypnotherapy? or a massage, or, you know, because you're still going to want to just at yourself as a professional, whether it's someone marketing for you or not.
0: Right. Okay. That's, I could totally go from there, because I do have yeah. kind of long-term goals for myself, and, you know, I want to end up doing, uh, I'm working on doing the IBCLC, too.
1: Great. Great. So yeah. all of that on there can be really helpful to see. It's amazing okay, if cool. you actually put your goals on paper, Right. Then you think about how you're actually going to attain them and what challenges might present themselves, and it just it really helps you move much faster through right. all of them.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh, one other question. Uh,
1: I'm having a hard time getting
0: uh, my review forms back, <laughs> and I'm like okay. trying to like bug the moms, but not bug them. Um, right. I have two out of two out of my three. Um, And I'm waiting for my third one. And I have other births that I can use. Um, So I feel, I don't know, like I'm a little frustrated with that. I was emailing and calling and
1: texting today, (laughs) getting those done. Right. If it's just one person, I would go ahead and try, like, one more request. Um, Okay. You could even uh, CC me on it and say, like, you can just reply and, like, send her a feedback or scan the document. Um, Sometimes okay. that helps. Or, worst case scenario, if you don't want to use another one, is that you and I can just set aside an extra couple of minutes on our last call and talk through that first.
0: Okay, okay, cool. All right, so I won't be super stress over that. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, no.
3: Okay. Caitlin, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I just actually walked out of a. Um, small business bookkeeping workshop, which I actually really enjoyed. So I'm feeling a lot more confident about that side of things. Um, Just in terms of, yeah, like looking at all the numbers and figuring out where my rate should be. Um, Mm. So that was really fun. And then, yeah, um, I have two more clients due now. So one of those will be my third certifying birth. And then I've already completed the postpartum piece, I'm feeling good about the that actual work portion of things. I do. This is. I was, didn't really think I was going to bring this up on the call, but I have an interesting situation where, like, one local doula thinks that I would be good, like, partnering with another one, and so she's really been trying to get us together. But then, after further conversation, I now know that this other woman like doesn't have a green card or any way to work legally currently. Um, Now that I've like gotten my business up running and like have a website in a certain way that I sell myself and I'm very comfortable with interviewing now and all these things, I'm not really sure how to handle that situation because potentially they're just like additional births and I get those leads through another avenue. But I would feel really uncomfortable like uh, advertising myself as one person and then going to an interview and saying, oh, hey, I have this other person. Um, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how to deal with this in the most graceful way.
1: Can you, can you just back up a minute? I think I missed something. You said something that someone doesn't have a green card. Yeah, so she was here on
3: an H-1B as a software this, engineer. Who is this person? Is this your partner? Uh, This is just another local doula who my, yeah, the woman I shadowed, like recommended that we partner together. And so then Uh we met up a few times and she wants to know if we can figure something out even though she can't legally work Mm. um, currently. And I'm not that comfortable with it, to be honest, at all,
2: but I feel like
3: now I'm like getting pressure from multiple people that, like, oh, it's not a big deal, just, like, pay under the table. But I do think that in terms of, like, advertising myself and building myself up, especially early on, I'd rather have everything be quite transparent with my website and the way I interview and things.
1: Yeah. Like, not hiding that there's a second person. Yeah, I mean, it definitely would seem like – if you know something and you got pulled into court, you would be in trouble, so that wouldn't be a very wise decision. Yeah.
2: <coughs>
1: I wouldn't be afraid of using her as a backup, but as far as like building a business, where the okay. music changed, then I think, um, you know, would I call on her if I needed her and trusted her in the middle of the night for a backup where it's not like you have a signed agreement and you're running a business or registering a business yes but if you're actually thinking of moving forward with someone where it's like the two of you are partners um that would be an issue
2: yeah
1: unfortunately
2: is her goal
1: to get a green card or is this something that like is going to be long term
3: yeah, it's her goal, but she hasn't started applying. And even if she did, considering the fact that she, like, it doesn't even have her business up and running or anything, it would probably take two years is what her lawyer yeah. estimated. So, right. yeah, I guess it's more just like, yeah, I need to just be clear about my why. And also with my kind of mentor letting her know like why I declined. Um I don't know, it just feels like quite a, like, small community in the city, and I just don't want to, like, seem rude um, or, like, I'm being overly cautious. Um, I don't know, not that that's a bad thing, but I feel like I continually am told, like, it's not a big deal, but to me it is a big deal.
1: It almost feels judgmental in a way, like, people could perceive it, like... You know, not a big deal. Every, you know, there's so many people that are working in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can tell you as a business owner now for 15 years that turning your uh, uh, like a blind eye to something um, can and often does bite you in the butt, especially if you were to become more successful. Like the more successful you become, the more vulnerable you become in that way. And, sure. Um, I've done lots of things which I thought, "Oh, it won't be a big deal." And undoing those things with lawyers is very costly and stressful. Yeah. Okay, so well you thank you for to, be wise to not do it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and that's what my gut's telling me too. Um I just wasn't sure if this was, like, a common scenario that people can work around easily. Um, I think a lot of people don't get
1: caught, you know. I think that's true, that a lot of people don't get caught, but you could also.
3: Um, And then the second question I had is, so I just had a client who went into labor five weeks prior to her due date. So I was just at that birth on Monday. And I'm looking forward, like in the year, to plan some sort of vacation. Um, So I'm trying to figure out what the appropriate buffer is that I should build around that time. Um, Obviously, would be transparent about this with clients, but I'm wondering what happens if kind of, uh, yeah, if I'm still away and I return, say, three weeks before somebody's due date, but then they go into labor when I'm away, do I still try and secure backup for that period just in case?
1: You know, I would, I think, yes, I always want to have backup secured no matter what, um, just in case, but rather look at it that way. I, you know, just decide when your vacation is going to be, and then you let the, Clients know that from this time to this time, your backup, who you feel very secure with, is on call.
2: Um,
1: yeah, and then any and even for people that fall outside of that area, let them know that you're away, and um, you know I, I like that to have the doula actually really kind of take charge of that conversation and to feel good about like your time off is your time off it's not yeah. You don't have to like be so worried about when you're doing it. Just make sure that you're covered when you are. Okay. Okay. Because um, you know the guest dates are really a month around that date. You know, yeah. two weeks after and um, three weeks before. And um, just go on vacation when the vacation feels right, and you know have your coverage in place.
3: Okay. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Anything to do with just finishing up your certification requirements?
3: Um, I don't think so. I have some reading to power through, but I feel good about everything. I think, yeah, and I also um, purchased the extension. So while I'll have all of the, like, work piece completed, I feel like I have enough time to really give everything a detailed read. So that should be nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. and then to, also to make sure that I have all my, kind of review forms in because one of the couples that I worked with postpartum is on a month and a half vacation so that will right, give me plenty right. of time to get
1: that back good great yeah awesome um Beatrice did you want to finish up your thoughts I know we kind of started and then you said you wanted a few minutes well maybe we lost her Hello, Beatrice?
2: Yes, sorry, I had it on mute.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I just wanted to know if there was, you said there were some other questions you had, and then we moved on to give you a moment. Did you have anything you wanted to ask?
2: I do, uh, because of my um, my clients are all Spanish-speaking, and I know um, in the evaluation forms um, for postpartum and birth, um, do you want me I mean I I'll translate them because they brought it in Spanish so is it okay if I translate them myself
1: yes absolutely That's, that would help me a lot <laughs> then I won't okay. have to do it. <laughs> that would be wonderful thank you um, anything else
2: um I think that, was that, that was the only question that I was, I was looking, I was going over the, um, the requirements as well. Um, and then on the second part under the TTI Specification Requirements Form, um, that we have to submit a 600 to 1,000 word birth certificate from the doula's perspective on each first Is it on each birth or is it, is it all together?
1: What do you mean first or all together? I don't understand the question, I'm sorry.
2: Um, let me see here, let me just read it really quick. Um, we have to write a, a um a six hundred to a thousand word birth story from the doula's perspective on each birth that we attend for certification, right?
1: Right. So there would be three. That,
2: yeah. So now does it have to be is it the thousand, six hundred to a thousand words for all the birds combined or is that no for be, each one. Oh for each one, okay.
1: Okay. It's actually not very long.
2: Yeah, I'm like, just which is my question because I was like, um, uh, wasn't really sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. That was fair for that.
1: Okay. I want to tell you guys that there's a couple of um, ways you can send me all the information. You can either send it snail mail.
2: And if you need my
1: address, just send me an email for the address, and I'll give it to you. Or you can send it to me as a scan or PDF um, or even Google Doc files. All I ask is that you do it all in the same place. So if you're sending by mail, send them all in the mail. If you're sending a Google Doc or a PDF, make it just one big document or folder or zip file. one way to do it if you're kind of filling out on paper and you have your clients client that's pressed on paper, if you don't want to snail mail it, you can use an app called Genius App, which I like very much. Um, I use it a lot in my daily work life. And you just take an photo on your phone of each document and it creates one PDF file for you and you can email it specifically from that app. So that's one option for you. Um, and then once I get all of your paperwork, I'll send you an email letting you know that I received it and that I'll let you know that I usually need two days or two weeks the most, depending on when you send it. Um, and we'll set up a time to connect one on one on the phone and we'll go through the paperwork together and I'll let you know if I have any questions and then congratulate you on your certification. And that's okay. it. And then from there, you get um, a seal from our office, like a badge, rather, I guess, is a better name or an icon that's on your website that you're a DPI certified doula and will also send you a certificate um, that you can download. Sounds good. Awesome. Do you guys have any other questions before we end our call? What was the app called again? It's called Genius App. Or, no, sorry, Genius Scan. Got it. S-C-A-N,
2: Genius Scan. Thanks. Okay. Okay, thank you, Sarah. You're welcome.
1: I look forward to um, speaking to you all one more time soon, one on one.
3: Sounds good. Good. All right, thank (laughs) you.
1: Bye, guys. Thank
3: you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.